food video podcast. Man, I am super excited to be here. And for all of you that will join me in giving just this little part of your New Year's Eve to your own personal spiritual growth. Like, like this is your time. I'm just here as a vessel through a message that is necessary for you. I always ask to just move my ego and myself out of the way so that I can just be a pure light for a channeled message to come through me to you right where you are. And I want you just to stop. Do not make any New Year's resolutions. At least not until you watch this entire video, because we're going to talk about the danger in making resolutions and and quick fixes, how that really affects you in a long term situation, how it affects your subconscious and actually how you can set goals and intentions to have the most amazing 2023, the best year of your life. I promise you that. So stay till the end and watch this video. There's so much we have learned and lost over this past year of 2022. And, you know, as excited as I am to sit here with you and get to, to, to do this, to walk in my passion, I am here with a heavy heart. You know, we lost a beloved sister and just a pioneer of this online recovery community this month. Um, I will I will not say her her last name right. That's why I always just called her Tammy P. But Tammy Puyo is just one of the most groundbreaking inspirational figures that I have absolutely had the wonderful blessing and pleasure to get to know through the Facebook online recovery community. Let me tell you about Tammy P in case you don't know her. Tammy P is not only 30 plus years in recovery, she was also a, a cancer survivor who showed up on screen to, to give of herself and her 30 plus years of recovery to the community only to save lives just as she was. Now, you guys know me. I'm the transgender mentor. But this world of, of, of online recovery hasn't always known me as that. And Tammy P was with me in the very early days of beginning Hope and Recovery Network, LC Motivation. And she stayed with me the entire ex time of expansion through my healing journey. And she's been the most fierce supporter Aside from Yvonne Maxwell, who I lost last year, those two ladies stayed with me and had my back through it all. And every morning when I would get up and I would see Tammy P go live, I knew I was going to be inspired that day. The camera would start. She'd straighten up her sweet little wig. She would give us all her love. She'd fire up that 100 cigarette and she'd talk real talk. And when she said she loved you, even if she didn't know you, you truly felt the sincerity in her because that's who she was. She was here to give back of her experience and she will be forever missed by me, but I will be forever touched and grateful 
that I got to spend at least the last four years walking through her journey and my journey and our journey as a collective. I will be so, so honored and know that I'm a better human being for having known her. So for everyone with heavy hearts that know Tammy P that are also grieving her loss tonight, I love you. My heart goes out to you. You know, this is a big loss for us in this, especially in this Facebook online recovery community. And we will feel this for a while after. This will not be something we jump over quick. But what I know about Tammy, who was forever fierce in recovery, is that she would be angry if we did not celebrate her life. If we only grieved and did not move through that to celebration, she would be absolutely disappointed. Because when I first met Tammy P four years ago and started a, a, a giving of my own passion and purpose, I have watched her show up with still a lot of anger and resentment. And I've gotten to witness her healing all that through to do the thing that meant the most to her, which was heal the relationship she had with her daughters and her grandkids. And I mean, I and we as a community really got to see Tammy P move through her healing. So may we always remember when we feel like giving up or we, we feel like not moving through this healing of, of having her lost here in this physical world, but knowing she is an angel that has just added a new set of wings to help us have a foundation of love and light. If you ever feel like giving up, then just remember Tammy P. Go back to some of her old videos. Watch her as she struggled through health and recovery and anger and resentment and forgiveness and love. And watch her expansion. And I guarantee you'll find all the inspiration that you need to continue to move through this healing. So stick around before we start we're going to have a a little tribute to tammy p and then at the end of the video i want to just do something that i put together i love making uh digital memorials and i went on what i had with tammy and um so i hope you stick around for that yeah all right listen also stick around because towards the uh second half or end of this video we're going to do a live q a session with me reverend lc and you can come to me with a pure heart and ask me whatever it is that you want to know is it about spiritual development is it something about your recovery is it something about active addiction is it something about healing personal development universal law is it something about being transgendered is it something about living authentic? Whatever it is, if you come to me with a pure heart, I will absolutely do my very, very best to, to openly and honestly and transparently answer your questions. And I trust that there will only be pure hearts here because that's what our light invites. So right now you can still pick up your copy because if you're looking for some inspiration and motivation for the year 2023 then get over to amazon and check out pamela topgian's book i didn't come this far to only come this far it's available on amazon so is her original art journals and different pieces listen if you're looking for that pick me up that that comeback story of 2023, then pick this book up. It's amazing. And I guarantee you it will sow into your life. 
So, if y'all are ready to get into this, the final episode, the grand finale of the Recovery Soul Food Podcast, I'm ready as well. So, let's go. There's no tomorrow. That's right, y'all. That is right. We are the change. That is absolutely what we are in this world, in this place where we are right now. And I had to watch that intro with y'all just so I could see Tammy P to just just remind me what I'm doing here. Really, really, really. You know, I had all the same things go through my head when I found out about Tammy's passing, you know, man, I should have done a show last week. Maybe I would have gotten to, you know, at least see her and converse with her here. But you know what? Things happen the way they happen. And let me tell you, I know Tammy P is with me. I know her energy is with us all. And we're all going to miss her so much. Let me say some hey's and howdies here in the audience. Hey, Pamela Top Gen, I love you. Thank you so much. Pamela's going to be helping me a little bit with questions if y'all have them tonight. We're going to be kind of going in and out of different platforms because we're live on so many platforms. We're on four different Facebook pages. We're on two YouTube channels. It's a lot. We're also on Twitter. So if you have a, a, a question wherever you are, keep putting it in there if it doesn't get seen. And I'll be looking at my phone too, when we kind of start that, um, you know, I want to begin this. Well, let me finish saying, Hey, what's up, Brandy? Congratulations on six years, Brett Morris. Oh, I love you. Congratulations on that new life and light you've brought into the world. What's up? Chip. Go big. Yeah. I can't do it like chip does, but I have gotten the honor, man. Let me tell you that this season, has been such a community building tribe of human beings that I have gotten the absolute honor of, of getting to connect with and converse with and, and to be able to bring to all of you all on uh, this season has been amazing. You know, this year for me, 2022, has been about radical acceptance and expansion. And I'm going to talk about that with y'all tonight as well. But I've gotten to make some of the greatest on-screen connections that have I, I hate to use the word bled onto my life, but it's kind of what it is. Even though it sounds gross, I think you get the gist. They bled out into my life and my experience, and it's been amazing. And I've also gotten to make connections 
that were not on-screen connections, hence why I've added the Arkansas to my SEC gear. Thank you, Chip. I love Chip. I've made so many beautiful connections this year. And with all of you all welcoming me here on the Recovery Revolution live Facebook page, I mean, that's just been an honor and just a beautiful gift to me this year. So hello to all of y'all. Cheryl Ingalls, hello, hello, hello. Yes, Tammy P is going to be greatly missed. Pam V, I love you. I love you. I love you. Pam V is another one that has been here through this entire time with me and is absolutely forever fierce in recovery herself. And so I love you. That's right, Pam. She just celebrated 37 years in recovery. Boy, she was something else. She was an amazing human being. Okay. If that that's all I can see right here. So if you're here, make sure you give uh, StreamYard your permission to show your comment and all that stuff. I don't know how to do it, so I probably shouldn't be telling you to do it. But in case it pops up, please do that. I'll be looking on other pages on my phone a little later when we get into the question and answer section. But let's 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 start this out with some somber facts, because I kind of titled this tonight's message message the lessons and losses of 2022 and i'll tell you why because i had to have some dermatological um surgery yesterday <clears throat> and as i was coming out the man who checks me out he, he asked me something about uh what i was going to do in 2023 or, or whatever it is and i told him very quickly right off the cuff well I'm going to take all the lessons I've learned in 2022 and I'm going to put them into action in 2023. And yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And he looked so shocked at me. You know, I guess I, I didn't think that was odd at all. Like that's the truth for me. This year has been about radical acceptance, self-acceptance, acceptance of where I am in the world. Jumping off of that ego bandwagon that says do more and, and holding on to that divine message that says be more. And I finally truly understood what that has meant this year. And, and you know, expansion is a beautiful word to me. It's so much it's so much better to me than trials and tribulations. That sounds so daunting. I've gone through radical expansion in my self-acceptance this year because I was met with a lot of things that, you know, a few years ago to me would have looked like negative situations. I'm so grateful that it finally came home to rest in 2022 that each moment that I get to move through something that is uncomfortable for me or different for me, it is a moment of expansion. And if that's if that's what I'm here to do in behind the question of I want to know God. See, in order to truly know God, the God of your understanding, regardless of who and what that is, but regardless of the name that we give that the truest way to know God is to come to the true acceptance of that. You are the breath of God in this human form. And if that is the case, we truly do have to learn to love ourselves in a very Christ-like way, meaning unconditional. And the reason that 
we can't truly give out. We feel like it's unconditional love. But until we truly know unconditional love, it's hard for us to really know and differentiate what we're giving out. And I have found out that true to truly understand unconditional love, we have to meet it with radical self-acceptance. On any map, you must know where you are to know how to get to where you're going. And I began this video by saying, do not make any resolutions. Don't make resolutions. At least until you watch this video we're doing right now. Because this is what we're, we're talking about when every year we, we set ourselves up by making these grand resolutions. And we accomplish some of them the majority of them we don't and subconsciously we end up having a reason if we haven't reached a place of radical self-acceptance we end up letting that be a reason giving ourselves a reason to beat ourselves up to subconsciously say there's something wrong with me so i'm going to make this resolution to fix it and i'm going to get after it hard and heavy and then motivation you know, the greatest thing about motivation is it's like a spark to the fuel. It's not the fuel. It's the spark. And the spark lights a fire and then the fire goes out. It's just a spark. And that's what motivation is meant to be. That's why we're, we're meant to have motive, information, inspiration, and motivation. And that leads us into transformation when we take those steps every day. But if we're just filling up with motivation, we run out quick out the gate, but we're not really prepared because we're not inspired to go after that thing it is, whether it's to sign up for the gym or whatever, because I'm going to fix my weight problem. or I'm going to fix that spot on my body that I don't care for. or I'm going to fix my money. This implies to our heart to our higher self, that we are missing those things. And the way we can tell if we're making an egoic resolution, because a resolution made by just the mind are the kind that are the spark of motivation and it dwindles out fairly quick, or we don't have a plan when we meet opposition. So, we know that that's what it is when we're trying to fix something to make us feel better or to make us feel whole or to make us feel healthy, whatever. What's up, Janet? And that's how we can know that these are going to be sparks that are going to peter out. Because radical acceptance comes with knowing that right where you are, you are okay. You are still wonderfully and perfectly made, no matter where you happen to be sitting in your life. See, we can't pray for a miracle of healing if all we're focused on is being sick. And so if we make a resolution to get healthy this year, why is it that we want to get healthy? Because to say I'm going to get healthy implies that you are not already perfectly healthy as a divine being. 
Now, I know this is going to sound weird to a lot of people because you're going to say, but Lona, I know that I'm 20 pounds overweight. I know that I'm not healthy. I know that I'm like this. Radical acceptance comes with knowing that you already are whole. And it's when we can start from that place of knowing who we are as a divine being. And we know we're already whole and that we want to do things to enhance and expand the health of our body. We want to do things to enhance and expand the the health of our finances, the health of our, our families, because we're already abundant. Abundance lives around us at all times. You are not counting your breaths because you only have so many you're already abundant you're already wealthy because you have a wealth of breath in your body you have a wealth of heartbeats you're not having to you know budget them and see people think that 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 wealth only is 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 only financial wealth but therein lies the problem because you can't focus on having something that you just consciously know you don't have you have to step into a place of health wealth and abundance already in order to truly draw those things back to you and and so that's why I say don't make resolutions. You can, you know, have intentions. And the difference is, is the intention is on something that comes more from your heart. It has to come from your heart. It has to come from a place of being. You know, don't wish for or, or make a resolution to make more money. Become more wealthy. You know, stop and look at all the wealth that already lives in your life. Understand and know that more money is not going to make that thing that you feel is lacking within you better. That's not what's going to happen. You'll get the money and still find yourself chasing, you know, that emptiness within you, trying to fill it up you know, with whatever it is. Okay, so we're not using substance anymore. So now we can fill it up with shopping or I can fill it up with overeating or I can fill it up with lottery or I can fill it up with pornography. I can fill it up with something because I'm in a constant chase or, or, or even trying to outrun my darkness. When we can radically accept that darkness lives in us along with light, and we can learn to accept ourselves when we are our being in a way that that you know aligns with with our truth and also accept when we are acting completely out of character because i'm going to give you this example this is what i did the other day i'm going to tell myself right here with y'all telling all myself i'm not i'm i'm ashamed of it well i won't say ashamed because i don't let that live in me i don't let shame live in me but I was truly, you know, like I really had to, to, to have a moment after I did this. And, and I was in traffic 
And I looked and nothing was coming. I made a left-hand turn. And then about mid-turn, all of a sudden I hear this little, eh, you know, this little hybrid horn. And it startled me. And I was so stressed that day, just in a place of stress, that the first thing I did was I realized that I had flipped someone the bird. I had given someone a middle finger. And when I looked around to see who it was, it was a young lady. And I thought, mm, dang, dang. Like, I really wanted to whip the car around and go chase her down and say, you know what? I'm really, I really apologize. Like, I do. Like, you didn't deserve that. I, you know, like, I had to be in a place where I was accepting, like, look, I was the one in the road. Maybe she was coming. I didn't see her. Maybe she did come a little fast. But either way, that didn't that didn't deserve that. And plus it made me feel out of alignment with, with who I, I know that I am already. And, and there were so many outside, you know, things that came to that. And I gave it all to this one person. And, you know, I, but I had to accept that that darkness, you know, if we want to call it that, that duality still lives within me. You know, it's not just gone anywhere. These things don't just walk out the door and leave. They're there. We are just conscious of getting to make a new choice. And being conscious of making a new choice is recovery. <laughs> I love Chip. I love you, Chip. Yes. Happy New Year, man. I'm so grateful that that, that there are people here with us tonight, that 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 people are here to to sow an hour into their own personal growth and their own recovery and their own just healing and and creating their best life. And so. Let's see, I, I'm going to look because if anybody has is there are there any questions about that? Like, do you have questions about what? we're talking about like tell me where you are in the chat tell me where you are on the healing skill tell me some of the things let's talk about if you have resolutions let's talk about those resolutions if you want to ask questions about the difference let's do that but you know I, I want to so this is the last episode of season four of the recovery soul food video podcast i'm still going to be around i just want to do um i want to do some new stuff for next season i really want to get together and within myself and just kind of start to put a plan together for you know new content next year um i want to come back and do some some strictly facebook lives because i miss the the interaction that that live interaction that you get to have during that kind of session. I want to do some very um, specific things over on the YouTube channel, recovery, soul food, youtube.com uh, uh, forward slash at recovery, soul food. Now they just keep adding stuff to it. Um, you know, I want to do some, some video specific, some teaching specific things over there. So I'm not going to be off the scene. I just won't be, you know, doing things this way for a little while. But I am going to be putting together some great guests and some amazing new content. So if you're not already signed up on either iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, 
anchor.fm forward slash recovery soul food. If you're not anywhere following us on those platforms, I ask you to go ahead and do that because we're going to do some audio specific stuff too. So there's just a lot of plan for, for this next year because, you know, a couple of the sad things about 2022 I want to read you this so I don't get it wrong. But as of 12-22-22, there have been 107,000 deaths by overdose. That's too many people that are still dying because they're unaware that there is a way to come out of that darkness. That there's that healing is possible. And so I don't know about y'all, but that inspires me to even kick it up a notch to try to get a message out to even more people that may still be out there feeling hopeless. You know, we as the recovery community can help them get up from their give up and create a life they love. We know that because that's what we're doing on a daily basis. We've done it and we're still doing it. And so, you know, let's have an intention. To, to make our voices louder wherever we are. Your platform doesn't have to be this. You know, it can, it can be it can be just speaking about your experience to someone that you meet. Following that urge when you feel it deep within your soul. You know, when, when you feel the urge to share something, just share it. Make the intention that you're going to step through that uncomfortable fear. And you're going to do what you know you're being called to do on whatever scale that is. As of 1231-22 today, 703,000 people all over the world have died by suicide. 2022 saw a crisis peak in both of those areas. Addiction, overdose deaths, suicide and suicide attempts. And throughout history, New Year's Day has been associated with the most suicide attempts. People are hurting. And they're feeling hopeless. And I won't stop saying that the recovery community is positioned to help that healing occur on a global scale. And I don't really care what you're recovering from. I care what you're recovering to. Got a shout out to my Martin John Garcia. I care about you recovering yourself. What are you recovering to? Because always staying with the what we're recovering from holds us in the past. But knowing that we are recovering to our true, divine, happiest and healthiest and wholest human possible. Hold so much more inspiration and motivation. And so I know that we're positioned to talk to people at the lowest point of their lives. And be just a light that says, follow me. I'll help you find your way out of this darkness. Now, that doesn't mean that we go into dangerous territory. You got to know your limits. If you're new in recovery and you're just finding that purpose, I understand the excitement and I truly get it. But I'll never forget the advice that that was given to me that said for, for as many people as you can help, you can also hurt. So I 
un, I, I urge people to be secure and strong in whatever level of recovery and rediscovery they are in and know your limits of how far you can go with another in trying to help another human being. And don't be discouraged when people don't just just fall out and and want to take your advice and love it and live it you know we're all going through our own journey but don't let that stop you from sharing when you feel led to do so in whatever way you feel led to do so when we're really excited about something and it still kind of lives on the surface we want everybody else to know this is the way and we get upset and aggravated and frustrated when they don't just fall in line and say yes you're right let's go it's very frustrating because you know we we know how far we've been down and we know how good it is and how good it can be but not everybody's ready. And we got to really, that's what saying meet people where they are really means. Doesn't mean go down somewhere and meet them. Just, just be able and be conscious of where, you know, your other person is on that, that scale of awakening to healing and hope. You know, a person that's in their complete darkness, they don't want to hear about hope. They don't want to hear about God or divinity or spirituality. The door is, um, is slammed, but they would not be in your presence if there wasn't something they're supposed to pick up from you. See, my recovery was a process. It started the day that I started using. Because in throughout my entire journey, I had been dropped information and inspiration about hope, about places to go and not to go. And I've been being dropped all of that. So there was no one time in recovery that I just got it and moved on and that was it. It took a relapse to bring me to the place where all of the information and my being sick of suffering could come together and, and meet and make the perfect storm of this has to be the time. But had I not had all of that information that I picked up in various places along the journey in the most hopeless times, just hearing somebody share something stuck with me or something they said, and later on it would replay. So let's not grow weary of sharing the good news of what is possible, that hope is always available and we can be lights of hope. That is absolutely what Tammy P has been in my life. I, I just, <clears throat> in all that I'm speaking about today, I, I just, I just hear her and know that, you know, that she is right, like, right, you know, with what we're talking about. Because she knows this to be true. She found this out. We watched it. We watched it unfold and expand right here on Facebook. Go back to her page and start watching the very first video she ever put up. And start to see that change of healing occur. Nobody ever promised us. See, drugs promise us a, a very quick fix 
to kind of forget temporarily. But nobody's ever promised us a quick fix of healing. No one's ever promised us that the recovery process is short, easy, and complete. It is forever a, 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 a learning journey. Forever. And we're so lucky and we're so blessed that we get to be in a place where we awaken to healing because our lives depend on it. And we know that we lost 107,000. But there's probably 307 more that are still out there and need our light. They do. And so I think that that's an amazing intention for us to make this year as the recovery community as a whole to go forth to go forth and recover out loud more out loud than we've ever done before with more radical acceptance of ourselves and each other and all of humanity and to go out there as the brightest lights of hope to know that we can make a difference. We certainly can. What's up, Joshua? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, yes, and yes. Tammy was just an amazing, amazing soul. Tammy, I, I'm just so grateful to know her. So grateful to know her. Yes, she was a beautiful soul and a beautiful warrior. And, you know, find inspiration in your life. You know, what, what, what an amazing past four years. Because if I need, anytime I was unsure of, of inspiration for the day, I could always go to Tammy P and find inspiration. Especially about things, you know, things that here I was, you know, transforming myself doing my own healing and it was outward and everyone could see it and i was i was getting to this place of just radical acceptance and and being confident in myself and who i was and tammy p showed up every single day exactly as who she was just as transparent as they come and you know i I would just just look at Tammy and you wouldn't think because see, we, we for fail to realize how alike we are and how parallel our lives truly run and how our healing processes truly are so much alike. You know, we're not struggling with the same things or we're not going or expanding in the same ways. And yet we can bring each other inspiration because for as much as I would tell her that she her authenticity truly inspired me. She would tell me the same thing back and I couldn't fathom. And I love getting to be the person that that sometimes is called into someone else's life to really expand them and and and, and let them know. You know, that 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 you can be and live your authentic life. You just can. And it's possible. And she was just such an amazing inspiration to me. And, and, you know, and and I'll still continue 
to find daily inspiration in my life. There's somebody in your life today, right now, that that inspires you. Maybe you haven't thought of them in that way. Maybe it's clouded with anger. Maybe it's somebody that in your family that you've got, you know, some resentment and some some healing work to do. But if you'll start looking at the people in your life and kind of kind of dial that thought process down and dial up how you can truly find inspiration and in who they are. It, it, it honestly begins to start that healing process. You know, it, the way we look at other people are the same way we look at ourselves. How we relate to one thing is how we relate to others. And so, you know, a lot of times what we are, we, we are meeting are, are mirrors of, of ourselves. And so when you can start to find inspiration in other people, then it mirrors back to you and you can start finding inspiration within yourself. And, and that's a really big place to be. That's radical acceptance. When you can find inspiration in your own story, in your own journey, not regrets, inspiration, and to realize how much alike you already are with the people that you hold in inspiration. It's, it's, it's an amazing expanding process. And I hope that 2023 brings each and every one of you your own versions of expansion. And I hope and pray that you have the growth and the consciousness to actually be able to see that you are being expanded and, and not pushed, not, not tempted, but you are being expanded. You are getting the opportunity to use your tools. You are getting the opportunity to gain more. You are getting the opportunity to, to slip down and, and struggle a little bit. And you are given the opportunity to come back bigger, better than ever before. So do not make New Year's resolutions. Make intentions and make them from the right place. So we are at like 43 minutes. If you all have any questions whatsoever for me about recovery, uh, about, I don't know, spirituality, uh, about anything, anything please ask it please ask it if you want to share your your thoughts and and your your sentiments uh of, of, of tammy p share that as well we're going to make this right now at towards the end of this as as interactive as possible don't be afraid if you have a uh if you have a question and you know it's from a pure heart then i like i said absolutely Happy New Year, Alexis. So good to see you. It's been so long. I truly miss the community that that was really that that I got to spend so many just moments with on on a daily basis. I really do sometimes miss that that closeness. But, you know, I, I'm also grateful that I answered the call to step back some and, and honor and do some of my own healing that I can sit here and say that I am, I feel healthier on the inside and the, and, and externally than I've ever felt in my life. I'm so grateful. I took that time to heal as hard as it was. Um, 
again, I, I missed you all. I, I dealt with a lot of ego. I dealt with a lot of regret, codependency. You know, that's another big thing. 2022 has allowed me to truly let go of is a lot of codependency. Um, it has allowed me to set some amazing boundaries. And, you know, thank you, Alexis. Thank you. And, uh, you know, it's just it, it a time of healing never feels extremely wonderful while you're in it. But it's so amazing. Sometimes you just have to get still and and be intentional about really thinking about how far you've come. You know, it's hard for us to sometimes remember what it's like for the person who's still out, you know, in the midst of their darkest, you know, times. Sometimes, you know, I have to get intentional about remembering exactly what it was like there and then how, <clears throat> how to be a light from that point, you know, to where you are. So it's, it's real easy and, and we can become intentional and become inspired by our own journey just by thinking in on it. You know, think it, don't try to fix yourself. Try to be in a place where you realize that you're not broken. Maybe you've gotten some bruises and you've taken some really hard hits in your life. And maybe that's the path of your soul, you know, in, in this life so that you can expand past that, so that you can heal that. You know, we can make a lot of... Um, we can make a lot of assumptions about what happens, you know, how it's supposed to be and and what's supposed to happen when it's all done. And we can make a lot of assumptions about that. But the truth is, is we don't truly, truly know. And so the motivation to experience heaven here on earth, you know, not to suffer through life, just to be suffering. But to wonder if there's more to it than what you're living right now and wherever that is, if that question is a part of you, the answer is yes on every level. Yes on every level. It's just not going to come the way that you think it is. We can't truly take certain things apart and just start, you know, fixing them there comes like this deconstruction period that that can be a little scary i promise it's true alicia i promise it is alicia i know you have to have a question because you've always been the great question asker ask something anything that you want tell me tell me why Maybe what are your questions around still having a possible doubt? Because you use the word hope. I truly hope that is true. And I would love to know what it is that's possibly standing, that's still kind of filtering out that knowing that it's true. I'd love to know that. If 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 you're comfortable sharing that, I would I would love to know that. I would love for us to kind of, take that apart a little bit and talk about it and maybe do some healing right here. I'm sure you're not the only one that still is there. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I can understand that. So grief. Grief is, and especially 
grief in in death in loss of life is a very intense expansion intense expansion and it doesn't happen overnight and i think one of the things that will sometimes start to really <clears throat> start to really come in is that we don't like to to feel i mean like it's hard to to deal with something like that the loss of your daughter it's really hard because you can't really truly make sense of it and everything we know about divinity says that if divinity is good this wouldn't happen and that is what truly begins this this back and forth level with us of this push and pull between anger and and grief and and being unable to accept that that this is and there's no timeline to come to a place of acceptance and i thank you for sharing that um um, with us because you know that is an acceptance process that comes over time as you go through and you know the only thing I can urge for you because you've been through a lot like when I call you a warrior Alicia it's because I can see from the outside in and and when we're in our weakest i think it's important for us to have people around us that can still see our our divinity and our warrior spirit because you know i certainly have that around me in, in my good friend pamela who is always there to remind me of who i am and, and where i am and you know I'll, I, I can be that for you right now, Alicia, because I'm on the outside looking and I know the warrior that you are. And, and I'll always know that no matter what, how this process, you know, really plays out, you know, there is no timeline for it. You know, we can't often explain why things like this happen. And while it would do the brain and the soul good to have some kind type of reason part of that is a big expansion to all of this too and so you know i am very sorry for your loss i mean i cannot honestly imagine trying to work through that i can only compare it to the loss that i've suffered of of my parents and i think there's a there's a bit of a correlation only because there are these very special types of love that are involved in each relationship different but it's very specific that that comes in this this time of grief and healing where it says i know that i'm not going to feel this type of love you know from this point out here and so there's this thing is so complex and it has so many layers to it that i hope that maybe this this coming up this 2023 for you alicia will come with some comfort to your heart not comfort in a way that can make it all better but some comfort that you will reach that that point of beginning that acceptance process you know because the anger process 
it hurts so much and and it's it, it really does and so i hope that that this year brings you great healing and just remember just remember who you are remember all that you've come through sorry i've got a book there remember all that you've come through and just remember that you know maybe if if they're not there all the time that there are there is a community of people that you know surround you and and call out on call on that support um yeah okay it's hard this has been the first year without both my parents i'm still adjusting to the fact that everything is different now and i'm facing the fact I'm one of the eldest members of my family left now, and it scares me, but it's reality. Yes. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Janet. That is definitely a, a wild feeling. That is absolutely an expansion that really is, is deep and moves you through because there's so much to that, and I can relate to that so, so much. My grandparents died. It just completely shattered my world to the point that I just gave up on life, you know, just basically had talked myself into internal organs shutting down, you know, hopelessness is real. And, you know, the deeper the cut, the deeper the, the expansion of your soul is, is going to be at the deeper the cut. And, so I can completely relate to that. Thanks for sharing that, Janet. And um, let's see. Yeah, I understand that, Alicia. Mm. So you feel like you need to change the way your recovery is and that you are trying to get off your MAP program. Okay. I, you know, completely support anything that, that, that helps you. I would only urge you this, and this is just a, for a thinking point, and maybe maybe you can even do a writing exercise on this and get really close to you. I think make sure sometimes in the danger when when we because I've I've prematurely come off a mat, I've 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 judged myself for it, and I've watched a lot of people that I have mentored through my mat program which i probably ought to work with you on there alicia too um but sometimes that's the quickest thing we can grab and try to move to control and i just urge you to get completely like in tune with that get completely aligned with that know that it's time for you you're you're ready that that it's not a place to exert control. You know that thing like um oh oh and 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 don't worry. Don't like I have no judgment either way. I just want you to be safe and to do it in a way that's really going to give you the greatest shot at real success. And a lot of that comes in just changing your relationship with the medication. Gosh, if I could go to every MAP program and talk to every client and just help them truly change their relationship with the medication and and really see 
how to utilize it in the best way for long-term success, whether on with it or without it, you know, but, but the programs don't want me to do that because that's not what they think is a good business model, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother show, which we might do next season, but, but it's true. You know, we, we, we've got to, this is a time where the veil is very thin. That's why the world's looking pretty ridiculous. You know, that's why we're watching things just jump off left and right, because that's, and you're kind of starting to notice it. And it's because that, that veil of ridiculousness, that old paradigm has to shift. And the only way that it begins to shift is when the filters change. And we start to see things we that we've outgrown or that no longer make the sense that they used to make. And <clears throat> yeah, and, and you know, in the new and, and and I yeah, that thank you, Pamela, for that, because that's one of the things I've always wanted to do is is a is a medication assisted treatment full on just series and programs and and if i could really get people to to like show up and participate you know and and do like alicia does where they just kind of lay it out there and let's really talk about it you know um i i definitely want to do that and i'm actually going to be doing that through the sober app um the relaunch so the sober app is really coming along it's got some amazing funding behind it so so you guys just keep on the lookout for the Sober App 2.0 to really come out because the first edition was the beta edition. And this edition is going to be something that's going to rival the greatest health apps that are on the market. And don't worry, Alicia, stay with it because we're kind of in that we're kind of in that lull right now where the new version is being updated and created so all the old version is still all the content is there for free i believe i'm not sure where they are in the app process right now but you know if you haven't signed up for it yet now's a great time to go over and see what it's kind of about but i'm going to do a a in a mat specific program within the sober app so you know that's going to be really good because because Matt is is both an asset and can become people's curse. And it's been both mine. You know, I, I, I only speak from from that. Um, hey, what's up, Kelly? Nice to see you. So. I'm really grateful to be able to do a lot of this stuff because, you know, it's only through my own journey that you know i can share about this stuff i mean when i i have been to the lowest of the lows you guys know if you know me you know that my entire belief system was that i was god's little joke and i believe that with everything that i was and my life reflected it so i've walked in the darkness of hopelessness believing in nothing hating myself you know realizing just coming to this place of trying to accept that I'm never going to truly feel whole. That's a hopeless place for anyone to be, regardless of what it's about. You know, mine was gender identity and 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 a lot of childhood trauma that kind of mixed in with all that. It was the perfect storm. And I just felt like I was put on this earth to suffer. 
walking in that place is very, very dark. But I promise you that there were people along the way, stories and experiences and 12-step meetings and MAP programs and counseling and, and, and haters. There were things along the way that would give these little sparks that eventually made a full fire in my heart when I had that nine-month relapse. And I couldn't be sitting here without that time. So for the whole time that I was regretting and living in guilt and living in shame and regretting all the mistakes I had made while continuing to sabotage my progress and make the same mistakes, whatever you focus on expands. Please remember that. Go into 23 with that. What you focus on, you will find it expands. So whatever we're focusing on in our lives is what we're going to get more of. Not because there is a divine being or, or a completely dark being that's out to get us, but because where our attention goes, our energy flows. And so if I can only think about all the ways that reiterate in my life that I'm God's little joke, then that's all I'll be able to see. I won't be able to see the miracles. I can't see the wealth of breath and life and heartbeat. I cannot see the prosperity of people in my life that are trying to love me. So if we can shift our focus, and it's always been the same, if we can begin to shift our focus and intend to, to as much as we can, in 2023, I mean, as much as we can start to focus on the good that is already in our lives. If we can just do that as much as we possibly can, we will shift our mindset and expand our hearts and our joy and our happiness in the year 2023. You don't have to make a resolution to do it every day. Will it help? Yeah. Do it as much as you can. Just have the intention that you want to experience more joy and more happiness and more peace this year. And if you're in the midst of grief, don't let the grief make you feel guilty for experiencing joy while you're still grieving. Remember, guilt has no glory. And the longer we hold on to the suffering part, it does not mean we pay a larger homage to the soul that has, that has passed, that has crossed over. It's almost as if we kind of hold them and their energy and anchor it to this one place within us. And I went through this process, you know, and that's why I'm talking about it. Because to finally be able to let go of the that that guilt around the death of my parents, my grandparents, to be able to let that part go and to truly accept that they aren't here 
in physical form anymore. And that it's okay if I experience joy. Because then I had to shift and think about what would they truly want me to be. Because the last thing they wanted me to do is die in my misery. They watched that. You know, they watched me do that to the point that they were suffering with me and suffering for me. So, you know, I had to make it okay within myself to experience joy while I was still grieving and let it be okay that it's moments of joy. And I had to realize that, that I was not doing their memory any great service by just hanging on to the, why are you gone? And, and I'm, I'm, I'm so much more healed in that area today. And of course, a lot of time has gone by. This was in 2008. But I still, you know, miss that part of my life. But it is no longer, you know, that common focus anymore. Because I truly almost gave up my life. I really did. I, the doctors gave me six months to live. Now let's read this from Pam B. When my boyfriend overdosed and died and the coroner made me go to the hospital for the horrific abscess on my left upper arm, I truly believe that the, they medically detoxed me from heroin as I never had any withdrawals, no urges or desires for since 7-25-2013. Talk about an expansion moment, right? Just that expansion moment of great loss and then you know great abscess like none of those things sound fun or successful and yet one led into another and it turned out like you shifted your focus and you made one of the great tragedies of your life become one of the greatest blessings of your life and I have to say that I believe that's how we truly honor people that that have have gone. You know, I believe that because part of the reason I'm here is because I made that promise to my grandfather while he was taking his dying breaths. And that became very important to me. And it did not happen overnight. It was a couple year process before I ever could actually make really good on that promise. And I'm still making good on that promise. So it was through great loss, great tragedy, that hope was born. And then I could continuously allow that to expand throughout my life in often what seems like hard circumstances. You know, our words have power in them. And our words are the expression of our focus. If you ever want to know what a lot of your subconscious focus is, listen to the common theme of your conversation. You know, are you the one that just, you know, complains about work and, you know, you, you got it hard. And even if you're joking, nothing good ever happens to me. If it wasn't for bad luck, I'd have no luck. You know, all those things, even jokingly, have a message attached to them. And they will tell you what your common subconscious theme is if you just listen. And if you've got good friends, ask them. 
if you've got somebody in your life that you can, you know, as a good friend and you can just trust, ask them, what's my common theme? Like when you see me coming towards you, what is the thought that goes through your head? Oh, here comes Joyful LC. Uh-oh, or else he's going to come to give me problems about work or, you know, what's the new, you know, so ask. I think one thing we can do better as a human race in 2023 is be a little more vulnerable with each other. Know that we're here to experience life, not stop ourselves from experiencing life. When we build walls around us to protect us, we're building walls that imprison us. And if you've been addicted to substance or alcohol, you know this. If you've been in deep depression and darkness, you know this. Those walls create prison cells. And it's tough. It's really tough. Well, I want to make sure. Um, I'm going to run and just look. Oh, rest acts. Okay. Here's a question from Brett. Brett asked, what's been the most difficult part of my physical transition? Beautiful question, Brett, and I appreciate you asking. The most difficult part of it is coming to a place of peace within my soul. Now, this is going to get, this, this could get a little out there, but it, it basically was this. I've known since I was four that my my gender like like who i felt on the inside did not match the outside and so when i began my physical transition um a little over four and a half years ago i thought that that was going to make me whole but i started just a few years ago and 2022 has been amazing um for this it uh um i felt like all of my life since i was four up until i was 44 years old i was living a lie i was doing a lot to hide that that fact within me that that body and soul just didn't match so i felt like i was doing a lot of hiding my from myself the truth from myself then then I get into, into transition and I come to this place where I realize I'm about to do, you know, something physical to try to create happiness. I got to get happy in here and happy out here. Like it's got to be a total package. And in that, I started realizing that for the most part, if I we're just going to physically transition and then try to become a part of this world that I sort of understand, but can't ever fully understand, then aren't I kind of lying to myself too? I mean, am I kind of living a lie too? See? So I came down off of my protest box and started really validating my experience as as a, a transgendered person, not needing the opposite group to tell me that I belong, the most difficult part has been to learn that I belong as me. And I know my story is not going to be the same for young people that are into sports and, and are, 
you know, we got this whole sports debate and then we've got these other debates, but a lot of that is distraction against what, against the fact that the paradigm is shifting. And so I really found myself less of, of, you know, living in protest for this, that, and the other to be accepted by the opposite group. And I learned how to really accept myself. And that's been hard because labels offer, offer comfort. They offer these boundaries of which, so we kind of know how to be. But when you start to begin to radically accept yourself and truly get to know who that is, then the safety of those confinements of that label are not really there to offer you something to build off of. So now you really got to get to know you as a divine being having this human experience. And I had to come to understand that my experience is the transgender experience for whatever it's supposed to, however it may help somebody else. It is not to slide from one from one hiding place to another. So I don't know if any of that made sense, but that has been the most difficult. That has been the most difficult. You can hide everything on the outside of what's happening on the inside. And, but that never brings you truly to that place of, of like whole true healing, like getting to know and accept all parts of you is an amazing journey because I feel more whole than ever. But I also feel like I don't have a side to stand on because we're still in that paradigm of pick a side and I don't have a side. I want to, I want all human beings to honor their experience, to honor their journey. See, it's ego that creates evil. It's ego and lack and a belief in lack that makes people want to take something from another. It's ego and lack that tells us we're not enough or we don't have enough or there's not enough in the world for us to all have equal amounts or, you know, and, and it's a scarcity and it's a lot of fear and scarcity happening right now. And everybody's wanting to stand up and be seen. And at the same time, that allows themselves to also be used as a scapegoat. Because I don't appreciate every time I turn on something, some type of transgender debate is happening. And it's by both sides. Both sides are having the debate, you know, and I think that they don't even realize that they're both doing the same thing. They just each one thinks they're on the right side. When there really is no right or wrong side, we're here to honor our experience. If we were supposed to be the same then we would be. <laughs> you can't believe in, an, in, a, in a creator, a divine, you know, limitless creator and think that that creator could not have made us all the same. There's a reason we're all different. And when we start to begin to honor that within ourselves and each other, then humanity stops buying into the fear and the mongering and the lies. And we start really realizing who we are 
as creators. Another question by Alicia Lee. How do you know when you're ready to work on your trauma from your past that you thought you healed from? Well, here's the most hopeful news I'm going to give you tonight. You never fully get there. Like you, there's, you never arrive at a place of being fully healed. It comes in layers. So when you're feeling something that you've already thought you put to rest in the past, don't get upset with yourself. You're not failing. There's another layer to that that's only been revealed by something. So if the body keeps the score and we hold we hold trauma in our bodies, if we don't let it heal through, and the majority of us don't because we weren't taught that, so we stopped it up with, you know, just escape and not wanting to deal with that. So we stop it up. It gets stuck. You could have some type of external, you know, trigger that you don't even realize that could immediately bring up a recall of of that traumatic event. And then you're you're not only in the midst of this trauma, but then you also your mind starts saying, but wait a minute, I thought we already dealt with that. You must not have done it right. Or this isn't fair. I thought this was gone. It is just there if we can learn to basically kind of be that. I don't know how much you know about football, but when you when you catch a football, you kind of catch it lightly and bring it in versus, you know, holding your your hands rigid and straight because it's just going to hit it and bounce off. So a lot of times when we learn to to bring in those moments, not immediately try to shut them down or, or do something about them. Be with it as much as you can. And because sometimes we got to re-experience it to even know how far we've come. Because we, how do we know how much we've healed from something if it doesn't come up again? And we have to start looking for even the most minute changes because trauma work is not a fast work it can't be it's complex most of us in in this generation are dealing with more complex trauma and post-traumatic trauma it's very complex it's things that were not not always big happenings but things that were that were going on unhealthy on kind of a daily basis a lot of us grew up with a two-parent working environment or a single-parent, you know, poverty environment. A lot of us grew up with, with different circumstances, and we basically, there was no handbook on how to do it. We got in there and just survived it. We did what we do, and we get in there and we survive. And, you know, that creates this complex trauma that lives within the body. It expresses itself through inflammation. It expresses itself through cancer. It expresses itself through diabetes and, and heart issues and joint issues and arthritis and, you know, neuropathy. It, it affects us. And that's how, you know, trauma will make itself known. Resentment is, is one of the quickest ways into true 
health problems, digestion, heart, um, autoimmune, quickest route there. So what that's what's happening is a lot of the, you know, have you ever been somewhere and you just you smelled a smell or something and all of a sudden you were kind of back in this, whether it's at Christmas time and it puts you back in, in these good times when you were a child or puts you in a place where not so much then, you know, that's, that's what we call an external subconscious trigger. You know, you didn't ask for the smell to come through. It just came through. And now, boom, you don't even know how you got there. That's what we call an external sub, uh, subconscious trigger. And so be easy on yourself. If it's coming up and you've built a, a good support network, and that means you got to be surrounded by a hundred people. If you've got somebody who's there willing to help you work through the stuff, and then you've got so you know at least another person in your world that kind of knows you're going through this and has a bit of knowledge. I always love to say mentorship is you know is is huge. Working with investing in a trauma coach was huge for me. Um, having my friend Pamela, who is on the on sort of the same spiritual path as I am because nobody's is just alike but understands what I'm talking about um, when I'm sharing with her and I I started EMDR therapy just a couple months ago you know and so so I'm always doing something because I know trauma lives there and I had a long life of trauma it, it doesn't just go away but really, please just give yourself a break when it does come up. Remember to kind of catch it, you know, and, and and just bring it in to what you can to what you can handle. It's telling you there's still some left, you know, and, and you go, OK, I accept that there's still some here. This was complex. It's a different layer. And we'll move through, you know, just take care of yourself. Just take care of yourself while you're doing it. It's not meant to feel good. So don't expect it to feel good or to be really, really quick. Just remember that there's a purpose for it. When there's a purpose for pain, pain becomes less sufferable. Because you know you're on your way to something. When people start working out, you know, they're not the, the muscle bound of their dreams. And it hurts. It's sore. And it stays that way, you know, while you're building muscle and it's little by little that you begin to see the effects. But there's a purpose for that pain. So you keep going. You know, there's a purpose for your pain and it's called expansion. It's it's called wholeness. It's called healthy mind, body and spirit. And that's the purpose for this pain. You know, it never goes away. It'll stay right there. Yes, Janet. Purpose and pro and a process one day at a time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So then, you know, you've you've had that, you know, different things that you just see. Yes, yes, yes. Study building layer by layer by layer to the breaking point. That's a great resource. Do that. And it really could be a lot of us hold a lot of things. I mean, and, and science is even coming along now and saying, yep, they're right. You know, you know, because these things are just 
you know, they're stored in the body. I know a lot of my joint pain is still, you know, stored, stored anger and stored trauma and stored resentment and, and stuff. So, you know, I, I'm, I still am working, working through this, but I have a purpose. I have a purpose for my pain. And a lot of it is to share it here. <laughs> a lot of it's come laying on you guys, but I surely hope something helps. And, and I hope that, um, Tell me this, Brett, what is this? Has your S slash O been on the show? Tell me who that is. You got to get, get specific with me because I don't, I don't know what I'm looking at right now. Um, here's another question. Do you still feel like a, you're a gazelle running for you? No, nope, not at all. I absolutely, honestly can tell you that even on my worst day, I feel like the lion in the gazelle story and it has taken a while for me to get there but that's what processing through that trauma does because for me when i was using the reason i couldn't ever not be loaded somehow some way is because of the constant loop in in memory because of the constant emotions that i held that that constant state of hopelessness and and the the question of why me why all this trauma why this body why this experience i don't get it um that is no longer my focus oh significant other thank you <laughs> i'm old brad i'm getting old man um but no so Absolutely not, not anymore. And I give you that with 100,000% um, just, no, I'm the lion. I am the lion and that disease is the gazelle. And it just is not that same way. I, it just, I, and I've proven to myself that I can go through things. That's another thing that working through a lot of this stuff does. It, 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 it changes that narrative in my mind because the old narrative used to say, I can't handle it. I can't handle the stress. I can't handle any of this. And a lot of that came through my family as well. It's something my grandmother really tried to keep me separated from things. And she thought she was helping me. And really it was hurting me because I didn't know how to process anything through other than have some kind of attack or be on the attack or, you know, do something wild and demonstrative. Um, so going through this with the right, support and guidance has shown me that I can go through emotions and I can go through grief and I don't have to use and I don't have to, you know, escape from it. Because again, it's not just using. We'll put down using and pick up something else. You know, that's why the it's it's a it's a disease where you have to rewire your brain and you have to heal your soul. And if you'll do those things in in a sequence kind of a way, you'll you'll reach the place of being the lion you really will to answer brett thank you for that question that's a great question i appreciate that my significant other brett and pamela are telling me no i haven't and for most everybody doesn't doesn't know my wife personally but we are two very opposite in nature human beings and my wife is in a, a different She's in a different both 
recovery stage and healing and kind of awakening stage than I am. And so I hope one day she makes mention sometimes of we should talk, we should do a show and talk about that. But um, I don't know that she's in a place where she would feel like this part is, is her passion. Um, maybe we'll do an audio one day. I hope to have her here one day because she has a powerful story. And I believe that our story together <clears throat> is, is a powerful story that, again, defies all the, the presented norms and defies all the odds. And, you know, I would love to share it. I believe it's a very inspirational story. Um, and I think it could help people. But yeah, Pamela is right. She's she's much more private and reserved. And, you know, she also is in her healing process of healing from her years of stored trauma. And And you guys know that a lot of this started for her when she finally had a heart attack in January of 2020. So that was a big wake up call for her. And, and so she has just been from 2020 to 2022, really working on the opening up and healing that part. So my sister Rhonda is here. Thank you. We both, we truly have Rhonda and you know it better than anybody, but my, my, my sister Rhonda's here and she knows us both from before we knew each other and and throughout our whole relationship and she can attest that my wife is much more reserved in certain ways than i am and she's a much more private person but but in these past two years my wife has <clears throat> she's done more healing work in these past two years than i did in probably that, that honestly took me three possibly four you know, she is so when she puts her mind to something, I mean, that is what gets done. And when when that gave her her wake up call and it scared her to to really take herself off of all of the mental health medications, because that's what was truly robbing her life from her and to to walk through the trauma, because she realized after seven years of being so medicated, she could barely even function and she never went out of the house she developed a, a a small case of agoraphobia where she just could not be out and in public anymore um <clears throat> you know what she couldn't take any more medicine and she realized that she was still suffering anyway that there was no medication that was going to take the pain that she was going to have to walk through the pain and she's still doing that. And she's one, she is one tough woman. And I tell you, I am blessed. Like I, I know no one else could walk through this life with me and stay in there. I mean, my wife has just been like riding a wild bull for 17 years. I have taken her on every path you can think of. And then some, and she's taken me there. And I just, I can't imagine doing it doing this life with anybody else but her she has got the grit she has got the grit because we got to remember as as transgender human beings in transition we are not the only ones going through this and we have to honor the experience of the people that love us in this experience too we have to remember 
that we are not the complete and utter focus of this entire thing. Because those that are with you, they're going through it too. And so I think that we can become less defensive and we can be more receiving and honor each other's experience through it because it's going to be different. There's, there's going to be things you understand, some you don't, some you can try to understand, and some you never will on both sides. Both sides. And if I pretend that's not true, I'm only lying to myself. And I'm continuing the lie that's being put out into society right now. So we have to learn to honor each other's journey through everything. And those that are with you, there's something that's expanding them as well. So I don't know why I said that, but I did. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Rhonda. Jesse is a very private person and I am outspoken. And it's, it's, it's so wild how, I mean, we weren't supposed to make it this far. We were the couple that they always, you know, when couples use together, they, they can't stay together. And we, we had, I guess we had had enough history before we actually started using, you know, that we were going to do it regardless, you know, and, but, but we just knew we were each other's person, you know, but we've healed within our relationship within these 17 years, we, we've healed codependency. We've healed insecurities. We've healed all of that. I mean, you know, like this, our relationship has gone through so many metamorphoses. It's not funny. I mean, it's a healing journey for both of us. So yes, you're absolutely right, Pamela. We are all so connected. Major life changes happen to everyone we're connected to as well, just from a different perspective. And that perspective can be very interesting, especially if it scares you. If it scares you and you immediately recoil and realize that there's an expansion for you and to just shut it down, call it wrong, call it whatever, you know, and, and throw stones at it that's not helping you expand it ain't going to change it i guarantee you but if you could possibly expand you might find some truly amazing experiences on the other side of that through love that could change your life hey mary huffman love you mary huffman mary huffman is a wonderful wonderful addition to my life and to my circle and listen Wherever you are, whoever you are tonight, I pray truly, truly that you will come to the place that you know that you are worthy, worth it, and that you're strong enough to move through whatever it is that is standing in front of you right now. Whatever that is, just know that you're strong enough to move through it. Go into 2023 having learned all the lessons that were available in 2022. Try to do the best you can to put those new tools to work in your life for 2023. And also know that you're going to win some. You're going to lose some. You're going to try some. You're going to fail some. But just remember, you're also going to succeed. You're also going to experience joy, 
love, and peace. You're also going to have miracle moments in your life. If you'll just fix your focus, shift just a little, start finding the wealth and the good in your life. I promise you it can be better. I love you all. I'm praying for you all. And I hope that you have the most amazing rest of your New Year's Eve. I hope you're safe. I hope you, you're well. As we go out, I want to just, I'm going to play this little short video that I put together for Tammy to her friends, to her family, to her amazing daughters, to her grandchildren. Our hearts and our love go out to you. May you find comfort in the fact that your mom and, and your grandmother is so loved, has an amazing community that is going to that love her and is going to miss her dearly. But we are all sending you all our love, our peace, and may you too experience the joy of the experience of knowing Tammy P., for this entire next year and the rest of your lives. For all of you that are experiencing love, loss, and grief, our hearts are with you as well. Please know that wherever you are, whatever, whatever spot you're in, you can get up from your give up and create a life you love. I promise. All right, y'all. Until I see you again. This has been an amazing season. I want to thank every single solitary guest that's come on this season. I had a plan to try to name all of you. And I tell you, if I do that right now, I'm going to forget somebody or mess it up. But you know who you are, starting with Mr. Tommy Chong, the amazing Lee Steinfeld, Lee Steinberg, one of the most successful, you know, agents in the sports history was amazing to come on here and talk with us. Jonathan England, Martin John Garcia, Pamela Topchin, Kim Bella, Sobers New Cool, Lori Anderson, uh, Brett Morris, Recovery Revolution Live team. I mean, just so many. Jason, Mike, it's just so, so many. And I told you I was going to not say everybody, but you know I love you. This has been an amazing, amazing season. I love you all so much. I look forward to seeing you in season five. And listen, do the YouTube thing. Follow us there on Facebook, Lona Curry, Recovery Revolution Live. You haven't seen the last of me, but we're going to be doing some special things on different platforms. So go ahead, get hooked up with us. I love you guys so much. Have the most amazing, amazing rest of your New Year's Eve. Be safe and know you're loved. Until next time, I love you.